BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Aloha! Hello and welcome. It's us. You thought we'd you thought we'd never return. Well, here we are. Got a little waylaid and it's I have to self-report here. It definitely was my fault as any of you who have listened to the show for any amount of time will know. We pride ourselves on being here each and every week. We're consistently here doing a show. And if and if one of us has to is pre previously engaged, we'll pre-record a show. We'll make sure there is something there to deliver. Other than the time that my Patreon account and home were being looted by a previously known to the audience individual. I've been here every single week to do a show. And we've, we closed last year off with our regularly, our always happening end of the year show. We, we shut everything down for 2021 with our dear friend, Travis Rogers. Then we don't, typically do a show the very last week of any given year because it's uh, no one listens that week. Everyone's busy doing the holidays. It's between it's the year or the week between Christmas and New Year's. So we didn't do, do a show. And then we were on track to do our first show of 2022 last week. And I woke up in the middle of the night I believe it was Sunday night, Monday morning, January 3rd, and uh, I felt a little cold, 
too cold. But also, I felt very hot. My face was hot. And I was laying there on my side in bed. It was probably about 2, 2.30 in the morning. And I had to get up for work that morning. And uh, I was laying there with my lady. And I was like, I knew right away. I knew what had happened. I knew the fucking Omicron. I got my ass. That shit got me. And it wasn't, it definitely wasn't the Omicron because everyone's saying the Omicron was mild. I had the fucking Delta Cron. I had the Sigma Cron. Like whatever, whatever the next shit is, when they're going to tell you in a couple weeks about how some new shit's coming out, some new variants, that's the one I had. I didn't, I had COVID-20 because the shit was fucking pretty heavy only for a couple days. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I was laid out for an extended period, but I had a pretty shitty couple of days. So shitty, in fact, that I could not record this show. I couldn't like, I can record this show sick. Let's not forget the last two shows we did last year, I was playing with a fucking deep finger laceration, including episode 402. I lacerated the finger roughly 10 minutes before we recorded the show. I still did the show. My finger was bleeding. It bled for nearly a week, by the way. Remember how I said, oh, hey, I just, they probably can't stitch it because it's like through the nail turns out they can stitch right through the fucking nail and actually they probably should have stitched that fucking thing because i kept ripping it back open i kept rebandaging it reclosing it taping it fucking butterflies all sorts of different band-aids but i played through but this this covid 20 laid your boy out he just could there was no way i could record i i stashed myself i quarantined in my child's room. Luckily he's got his own like little setup where I can just could be in his room and then directly use his bathroom. So it was just like a little corner of the house where I could stuff myself and not encounter other people. And, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't, I didn't have the strength to walk in to the baller lifestyle world headquarters studio and record a podcast. And for that, I apologize to the audience because I'm better than that. And I hope we can maintain our audience because that's the thing with podcasting. You got to be there when you say you're going to be there or else people forget about you. So I hope you haven't forgotten about us. I'm, I'm super sorry that we weren't here for the first show of the year, but we're doing the first show of the year right now. So Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Episode number 404 and we're, I'm back. So we're going to bring the heat. I'm, I'm fully recovered. Um, and I'm, I'm stoked to be here. So joining me now as always, of course, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, glad to hear you're okay. Yep. Um, but I, one, one thing I would say is I was just reading that, I mean, this has been the problem with this this virus or all the variants um, is it kills some people and some yeah. people don't feel it at all. 
Yeah. And so it could have been Omicron. I, you know, I was reading mm-hmm. that, yeah, the people in the hospitals, they do have Omicron. It's just, you know, it's almost all unvaccinated people in the hospital uh, with Omicron, but it can fuck you up and it can be like the, like a cold. Yeah. Yeah. So some, I mean, some people I know are just, you know, have it now NBD. And here's the thing, Ed, I don't, I'll be honest. I have not during this, during this pandemic, I have not like been extra safe. Like I've been okay. You know, I do done what everyone else has done. I wear the mask when I go to the grocery store, of course, and I do what I'm supposed to do. But just this past weekend and even around Christmas time when it's, when it appears I was infected, I was, I was as just not not on purpose, but I didn't go out. I didn't see anybody. I wasn't out and about. I didn't do anything. Like I didn't. I didn't encounter people. And I was telling somebody just right before, like two days before, I woke up in that pool of sweat in my bed that I was immune to COVID. I'm like, there's no. It's been two years. That's, it's been. That's, true. That's, that's, that's a brag I'm not going to make. I'll get it soon. Of course. And my chick was like, my chick's like, what are you doing? She's like, you're fucking jinxing yourself. And I'm like, it's been two years. I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to restaurants. I've been to bars. I've been out and about. I'm like, it's, you know, some people just can't get it. I'm one of those people that can't get it. And she's like, you totally just jinxed yourself. And then I did that thing where I knocked on wood and it wasn't. Yeah. That's supposed to work. It works. It work, right? Technically, technically there's no, there was no wood around. So I just knocked on like a granite bar top. And then I was doing it again with some, some friends and I was telling them how I'm, I'm immune. And she's like, what are you doing? And so I just knocked on like a metal table. I think I might've, it's too many knocks. If I had just done the one, then, then I'm safe. But because I did it twice with the double knock on wood, the second can knock on wood canceled out the first knock on wood, and and the jinx was oh, so. Negative. I didn't realize like a two negatives. Uh, yes, cancel each of other course. Out type thing. Yes, I didn't realize exactly. That. It's exponential. Hmm. It's like multiplying two negatives. So anyway, it's um, yeah. I'm back. It was it was a rough couple days. But um, I did. I didn't die, and I don't think. Nope, I didn't lose this taste or smell. Basically, I had the flu. Just picture like your shittiest flu you've ever had. Yeah, and I gotta say, like the I know I know some people that like months later are still struggling with smell and taste, and like that would be fucking awful. Yeah, I heard one comedian whose podcast I listened to. He's his everything kind of tastes the same and most mostly stuff tastes like shit. So anything he tastes just has the same taste and it's a bad taste. It's an underrated joy of life is like tasting things. Yeah. It doesn't get enough credit, but tasting things is an underrated joy. Um, Yeah. What was I going to say? I was extra careful i mean i've been yeah. pretty careful the whole time yeah with masking and stuff sure um i 
I've been, I was extra careful right before Christmas because it was like we were going to do my sister's family and my mom and my dad. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, you're as vulnerable as however careful everybody was. But, um, but, you know, I, I did it and I hope for the best and knock on wood once. uh, Yeah. Don't do it twice. We, we we made it through. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like I went to, but like, for like an outdoor football game, I haven't masked. Although I am hearing that, like, yeah, you can get it outdoors again with with like yeah. the more uh, virulent. But I, I've done it, and somebody right next to us tested positive of the football game. I didn't get it, so uh, I am not immune. But I've I've been lucky so far. I just yeah. haven't gotten it. I was um, I was with you. I was one of the ones. You know, fucking two years in, no no vid. You know, now you're the last man standing. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. So just before we started, I was like, wanted to check what the uh, kind of my book is, is done until like next, next Thanksgiving. There's nothing to do with that. Like nobody's oh, going to be buying a Christmas book in March type thing. Sometimes so there. No, I just wanted on, to see like what the final numbers were. Yeah. Okay, what, what, what were you going to say? Sometimes what? I was just going to say, I used to have a step-grandma that would go out like after Christmas and buy a bunch of Christmas shit for the following year because it was on sale. Now, I know your book is likely not on sale, but- It's not on sale. People do prep for the following Christmas. So let's not like put it to bed just yet. I, I you know, could sell some fucking Christmas no, books in the spring. Well, I'm going to- I'm going to add, you know, like three pages and make a, you know, 2022 version. Like I'll just yep. keep updating that. That's can be a, like kind of an evergreen product, yep. but I'll just, you know, add a little layer to it. But anyway, I looked and uh, thank you to all who purchased or reviewed, but I did notice one review and they didn't, they just gave a star and I just thought I'm fascinated. Now I'm not a bitch to think my work is precious and everybody needs to love it. Yeah. But in my life, I've never thought about like you either like something enough to give it the five star yeah, or dislike it to give it a one star. I mean, exactly. I'm not really one of those people. Like I haven't really given a one star on Amazon, even when I've gotten shitty things. Neither have I, but some, someone gave me a three star and I just, no. I'm struggling to process. They were motivated enough to put three stars on there. They didn't. And I wanted to know why, like a genuinely, that's aggressively neutral. Like, yes. I what know. is that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm it's just so fascinated. Weird. Like I am, I'm not saying my product has to be a five star in everybody's mind, but I am very disturbed that there's someone out there that felt compelled to review it, but just went, eh. <laughs> like, it is kind okay. of, eh. well, it is, is it's sort of a passive aggressive thing. Like a three star review is much worse than a one star review. Because a three a three stars like somebody really thinking about it. Like a one star reviewer, they one star every fucking thing. Like there's nothing they don't one star. They they're yeah. one or five. It's a fucking A or an F for them. A three star review person, they think their shit matters. They think they think what yeah. they're doing is important, and they're like somebody needs my three star review. They're not there's I'm going to be helping the world yeah. by giving an I'm going to provide a little review. nuance. Yes. Three stars <laughs> is where I'm at on this shit. 
Did yeah, they, it's did just write anything. It's just so we. No, that's what uh, that's what I wanted to know. Like, if they said, you know, this part's good, but this part isn't. Like, they just gave me nothing, just three stars. And disgusting. I just, it's, it's just a weird review. It's oh, I, that's my no. only point. Not that you can't dislike it. It's that you, it for any product, you can't give anything a three star. What is that? Three stars. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weirdly aggressive. And I I don't get it. And hey, hey, show yourself. 949-464-TBLS. If you're the three-star reviewer, come on this show and fucking justify your review. Would love to have you on. We'll interview you. Send me an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. I would like to get the basis for your three-star review. Something you could think about to boost sales, Ed. What? Or or not necessarily boost sales. Well, yeah, maybe boost sales. We do a, we do an audio version. Each just chap- for Jace do each chapter. Yes, yeah, no, yes, perfect. Yes, each chapter read by a different listener. So we got, that would be great. We got Manuel reading a chapter. We got oh my god, he's got, still my heart. If we could I, get Manuel, yeah, I mean, of course, Lala. Of course, and 906. 906 are beautiful voices. Dolomite D, of course, he could read a chapter. Everybody reads a chapter, and then somebody buys your book in the non-Christmas period of 2022. We, I'll, I'll edit it, and I'll put it together. We send them an audio file with the listeners having read the book. You got, you got Guru Stu in there. You got everybody. We could people just volunteer, and everybody yeah, reads a chap. We'll do that for the twenty twenty two. We'll do a little something for that yeah. for Christmas of twenty twenty two. Absolutely. Um, one thing. I mean, damn that it, it's a long show. I I love it. I love doing it with Travis each year. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I meant to put in there that I oh, forgot. Shit. We in covered like yeah. movies, music. What I try. I mean, I'm not really plugged in with music, but I, we try to do a little Who bit. Is? Who is comedy? The comedy special of the year was Chappelle's. Like that, that. No, oh, fuck oh, that. Sorry. I'm, yeah. Chappelle's no. thing that oh. caused all the controversy. Yes. Yeah. And it it was, and I rewatched it because I I was like I was taking down my fake tree, um, yeah. and uh. I have two trees, by the way. I get a real one and a fake one because oh, I have baller. too many ornaments. Yeah. yeah, one upstairs, one downstairs. But um, one, but anyway, one visible the from the street, one visible from the outdoors, one not. Now, we face we face the back of the building. So now yeah. we we face we face a uh, uh, it's good for quiet purposes a storage facility. So oh, there's nice. no building behind us and good security. Um, I I noticed some breaches there, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but um, anyway, as I was taking it down, I wanted just something, and I was like, let me listen to Chappelle's special again, yeah. and I thought it was um, br- I mean, he's a fucking brilliant guy. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant and also head scratching. I mean, yeah. he, I think you know, there's no canceling. He's not canceled, of course not. No. And he's great. But it was weird. He based an entire special on like a grievance with tr- the trans community. Yes, and a very, a very small like, but vocal community. Yes. 
small but vocal, and mm-hmm. um, he made valid points in like if you want to compare um what black people have to go through but at the same time it's like yeah but two different people are going through different things but they're still going through something and it was weird it's like he was arguing it was like very defensive but he's still brilliant on how he phrases it i just thought it was it was very it was very interesting as opposed to the one that everybody loved where the guy's doing these weird songs um Oh, oh my Burnham. God. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. that, the, the two things with all the buzz oh. during pandemic, I don't know what year that was, but it was that and the Chappelle thing. And the Chappelle, it's like, it makes you laugh. It makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. And I disagreed and still loved it at the same time. I disagreed with his basic premise that he's got to put one group down. But right. at the same time, I thought it was brilliant and like yeah. funny and like in a way that only he could pull off. And I just, yeah. I was like impressed and confused at the same time. Uh, yeah, it's it was definitely a, a very ballsy choice, which is, you know, which is what he does. Like he knew it was going to be controversial and he did it anyway. And, you know, that's that's what he does. Right. Anyway, they, I was just yeah. in the things that happened. That was one of the big entertainment things that happened last it was. year. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm trying to think of any other comedy specials. I mean, I do watch but, some comedy re- specials. But remember that, I mean, when I was listing the movies, like the the biggest box office, and I didn't even know what they were. Like, it's one thing when Titanic and Independence Day, there are movies that like, whether or not you like them, you couldn't avoid them. And I I mean, there were a couple of them I had never heard of. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard of any movies. I watched that Um, The Power of Dog. I don't even know that. Ben Jane Campion. It's uh Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I and I yeah. I like the looks of the trailer because it's got Jesse Plemons. Yeah, it's and- got you in it. <laughs> it's got it's got Ed Daly's doppelganger, Jesse Plemons, in he's, there. Although it's he's, he's a good actor. He's a very good actor, and he's very um this is he's very plump in this one. His his nickname is Fatso. That's what his brother <laughs> calls him. That's that's holiday time at daily. Yeah, exactly. It's um, I liked it. You know, it was okay. I don't know. It was I thought it was a western because they're wearing like western gear, but it was it's not really a western at all. It just happens to take uh, place. Like, I was hoping in, it would be a western. Yeah, it's not a western. And that that dude Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, you'll like this, Ed. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's in it. He's a great actor and. Exposes his dong a couple times. Oh, so he must movie. be working with something. Not really. No. Just a just a regular ass British dick, like skinny dick. Just a normal ass he, he doesn't Kevin Bacon it for the movie, I'll tell you that much. Really? Yeah, and one of them and well, I think they show his dick twice and both cause he's in water. Like he's been, he's likes to go to like the swimming hole and like rub himself down with mud. I'm not going to give you too much away, but you can kind of get the gist of a guy. What might be, what a guy like that might be up to. And he shows his dong right there in the movie. Uh, pretty good actor. It's okay. You know, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Not like, yeah. not like great, you know, it's whatever. I you know mm-hmm. movies are over. There's no such thing as movies anymore. We're never, there's never going to be movies. We're never going to know um, what the movies are. 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, I was behind. I'm, I'm, I'm like on the seventh episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's just too much to watch, like uh, in terms of shows. So, yeah. you know, if somebody, you know, I had to catch up. I hadn't finished Narcos Mexico. Like, there's just too yeah. much stuff. So, I'm, I'm like behind on everything. I, I watched Succession, which I like the show, but I also am very tired of it. Well, I haven't seen this season yet, but as soon as I heard Adrian Brody was going to be making an appearance, I was like, ooh, no, no, nothing is improved. Nothing that already exists that then includes later adds Adrian Brody to it gets better. I think I, I would guess he was in maybe one and a half episodes. Oh, he's okay. Not, that's good. He's, that's good. He's not. It's still the same core because he's he's, he's got a real a cousin Greg, of course. Greg's great. He's a real scenery chewer. This Adrian Brody, like I just, yeah. you know, I don't, uh, I don't you know who's in it. Another actor. Oh. He's uh, that beautiful um, Scandinavian dude. I think he's oh, Swedish. Skarsgård, yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, looking beautiful as ever. Yeah, no, he's gorgeous. That man is gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, I'll watch it. I got up to the curb with Bill Hader in it, and I really, I was aggressively annoyed by that episode. I'm trying to think of what that was. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm you're not like, to it yet. Yeah, maybe not. I'm like yeah. seventh episode, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's still think it's good. It's kind of like gotten into I like the, the shitty, self-parody realm. Yeah, I like the shitty actress. Like the, the, yeah, oh, it's so good. That's so good. And she's and Tracy so Ullman's amazing. Yeah. I think I haven't gotten to her. I think that's oh, the next episode. Yeah. You know, oh, it gets good with that. It gets good with that. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, fuck. I don't remember how to do this. Oh, yeah. We're, um, talking sports. Let's do, let's talk some sports, Ed. Hold on. I'm going to find the song. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, before we jump in, we just, I forgot I made a note here. And we were talking about TV. Uh, as you know, I do the Bachelor show yep. here on, we do a podcast, Jason Stewart and I, The Bachelor Lifestyle. Subscribe, rate, review. But but I hate The Bachelor. It's awful. It's filled with the worst people. Is They're it all, getting worse or is uh, it just the same? So they tried to be diverse for a while. And so they had a black bachelor and then they had a black bachelorette who, who picked a black winner. So it was the first time there was ever a black couple at the end of The Bachelor, which is cool. And then okay. immediately they pivoted right back to a mediocre ass white guy. There's just some mediocre ex football white ass so white many, McWhitey. There's there's just so many of us out there. I know mediocre right? white it's, guys. It's like so we're everywhere. Which I could just do anything interesting. But it's all it's all people trying to be influencers. 
Well, on Netflix, my chick and I watched this, and I'm, I'm sure it's trending, this Korean dating show that's hot on Netflix right now called Singles Inferno. And it's basically Bachelor in Paradise, but it's all Korean people. And it's, it's such a breath of fresh air because they're all this delight, just delightfully like nice, sweet, respectful human beings. And they're not like shitting on each other. And it sounds kind of boring. And maybe it would be if we weren't just like inundated with this world of everybody trying to increase their followers and look at me and uh, fuck this bitch over here. She's a fucking slut. And it's like, just, just, it's like this nice, sweet dating show with all these Korean people. And I'm realizing that given it, like, if I had to make the choice, I think I would take all Korean entertainment for the rest of my life. They make, I still want to watch Squid Game. Oh my God. It's so good. I got it. Yeah. I know. It, like all the Koreans just like know how to, and I know you don't like reading shows and it does, no, but yeah, it's, you know, it's not that I don't like, I did watch Narcos yeah. Mexico, which almost all of this is in Spanish. Right. And, um, and I like that Korean movie that I can't think of the title of it. That one best picture. Oh, um, parasite parasite. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it, but yeah, you got it. You can't be distracted because you have to read. You got to read. And so you can't really look at your phone because you miss a whole bunch of shit because you got to read what they're saying. Anyway, singles Inferno to my bachelor people out there. Watch it. You'll like it. Ed, what's going on in the world oh, of sports? What? Yeah. First, I have one last thing. So I was also catching up on it, SNL. I just DVR and then I fast forward like 15 seconds into a sketch. If I know I'm just not yeah. going to dig it. Yeah. And I finally got around to the Kardashian episode. Oh, and no. the one thing I would say that was so weird to me is, you know how like um, if a Marvel, if Black Panther, uh, one of the Black Panther stars is the host, they do one Black Panther yeah. sketch and then they just do a bunch of regular sketches. The Kardashian yeah. episode, Kim Kardashian Every sketch was Kardashian related. Like the mom is in this sketch and the wow. sisters in this sketch. And you had to, there were inside jokes that oh, like, no. Oh, you know how Courtney is. I, I don't, I, I no. honestly don't have no idea. I know who they are, but I don't right. know anything about their personalities. And it was just weird. The entire show, every sketch had jokes that you had to know who they were. And I just thought that was really weird. Didn't they, she couldn't, like, they can't have her be characters? Did she do characters? So so she played uh, whoever the Aladdin woman is, the, the heroine oh, of Aladdin. That is so um, lazy. Jasmine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, but then, like, on the flying carpet next to them is Courtney and someone else, and then they start going for, like, Courtney jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. like every, even oh. when they're getting to one thing they're like oh actually don't forget we're kardashians oh here's the mom again like the mom was in like four sketches it's yeah. very odd oh no the mom's got to be the worst one like she's the spangali yeah yeah no. she's terrible sounds bad so we gotta open up and some of these rips happened the very end of the year so we won't be talking about them again okay and let's do it rip in the sports world so to get 
Let's give it proper. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. Yep. You won't laugh no more. Nope, you won't. You won't smile no more. (laughs) Probably unlikely. You won't laugh no more. Or you won't laugh twice. Again. You won't fuck no more. Oh, it's true. Wow. Dealer to party. We hope you rest in Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) R.I.P. Um the great John Madden, eighty five years old. That was like Couple days after Christmas, maybe a day after Christmas, something. I like that. saw we we live in the fucking worst times ever. I saw, and I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't pay close attention to this. But John Madden died, and people were like, "Yeah, I bet he regrets um, all the head injuries that he contributed oh. to by having his name on that video game." I'm like, "What the fuck uh, are you talking oh. about?" Like. Football existed before that video game. And also he probably put fucking generations of his family into fucking mansions because that video game's never going away. And it's got his fucking name and face on it every year. Good for him. I mean, he, I really, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the first person to say it. He's probably the most important person in football history, like in terms of promoting the game. Yes, absolutely. He, um, he was the he's the first. Well, no, sorry, Cosell. But much like Cosell, he was he was the big star that you. If he was doing a game, if him and Pat Summerall were doing a game, it could be any game in the season. There was juice to it. It there felt like an event, which is the, which yeah. is the opposite. Who's who's the big guy now? It's it's Joe Buck who who takes uh. the who makes the Super Bowl sound like a fucking preseason game because he doesn't vary the tone of his voice. Also, he does it with Troy Aikman, who's also horrible. And the cool thing about Madden was he knew the game really well. He did. But, but broke it down to like, so the, the common fan, but like when you're, when I was eight, nine years old, Here's Madden explaining what the point of the offensive line. Look at oh, look yeah. at how these two pulling linemen open up here, and like he got you excited about things. You actually understood the game more. Um, and Absolutely. unfortunately, and this goes this goes for every great artist. The the Madden imitators, many of them have been awful. But yes, yeah. you can't you can't fault Madden for being. I mean, he was the best. He, it was, is, he was like the exciting color commentator that knew the game and explained it. It is a hard gig. You know, it's people don't realize you can't just fucking sit there and describe what you're seeing. You just you have to have an angle and you have to have a charisma. And just most guys don't have it. Madden did. And he had those sweet um, eyebrows. <laughs> and huge eyebrows. Yeah. The biggest. Yep. Um, Dan Reeves, 77 years old. Um, be I met him. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he had had a few. Yes. Um, yes. I, pre- I, pre- I pretended to be a Christian athlete to go to this event yeah. because it was like at a friend of a friend's house. And they're like, yeah. Dan Reeves is going to be handing out footballs. And I was like, okay, I'll yeah. take free football and meet Dan Reeves. Um, but he was talking about the Lord a lot and it was like kind of, kind of weird for me. He, um, yeah, especially with that accent. But he was he had drunk. That, he had that. He was drunk. Th- yeah. That's even worse. He had that thick Southern accent. He was very hard to understand. Yeah. And I imagine that's why he lasted so long in the NFL. Cause most of the time the players 
didn't understand what he was saying. So they, you couldn't right. really tune him out because you never could tune him in. And also, I don't want to be an asshole here, but I thought Dan Reeves died a few years ago. I was like, somebody's I, like, oh, Dan Reeves died. I was like, oh, in, in 2006? I didn't realize he was still alive. I, I think news came out a couple of years ago that may, was it dementia or something there. They, were, they yeah. kind of made it seem like he was in bad shape. And so yeah. when the end happens, when they've already been reported, right. they're in bad shape. That's what, it's it kind of, that's what it is. I believe, I believe he played tight end for the Cowboys back in the day. And that's, you know, they were good. Yeah, he a hell a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a couple of like very famous guys who played a long time ago, uh, Celtics hall of famer won 10 titles. Sam Jones was 88 and mm-hmm. hall of fame jets wide receiver. Don Maynard was 86. Heard of him. RIP guys. Lot of, um, lot of sports RIPs. This, this is something that's kind of cool and also terrifies me that yeah. this could be happen to me at some point. Yeah. An NHL fan spotted a Canuck st- staffers, cancerous mole through the glass. Um, from the stands, um, and now he's cancer free, and it's she amazing. has a med school scholarship. It's amazing. This is not the this is not the first time out. this has happened. Yeah, this is no, this has happened before. I want to say somebody was on like Oprah or like Doctor Phil, and there was a nurse watching at home. Somebody, somebody within the sound of my voice will remember this story. And somebody, a nurse was watching on TV, and they're like, "Hey, get that mole checked out." They called like their local affiliate. They got they they got connected to the production, and it, the person had cancer. It was a cancer small. Same same exact story as this Canuck staffer. It's amazing. It's a, an amazing story. It's just kind of scary to know. Like if you don't have that good Samaritan with with some medical skills that notices it, we yeah. could be walking around. I mean, I go to the dermatologist, but kind of scary yeah tr- try going um, to your regular gp and going hey do you, you want to look at this mole on my back they'll be like they'll be like no it's fine it's like they won't right. even look at it they don't there's no money in it they're just like whatever it's a mole they're all fine don't worry about it um yeah if it changes colors get back to me right yeah that's what they say yes um now this is somebody we hear a ton about i know scotty pippen's ex-wife larsa yeah. Says she makes $10,000 a day on OnlyFans doing freaky stuff for Middle Eastern men. No. I don't I don't doubt that that's true. I believe her when she says that. Now, how many how much of that is Shad Khan, do you think? <laughs> yes. I mean, what's What's that movie of oh, The Dictator with Sasha Baron yeah. Cohen? And like yes. in that movie, he's got like all the pictures of like Lindsay Lohan and all these different starlets that he's fucked <laughs> because, <laughs> hey, that's a dirty little secret that actually does happen. So I don't, I, I believe her that this is true. I want to know, is it because she's Middle Eastern? Like, how does she know they're Middle Eastern? Can't they just be regular ass dudes? That's. Right, that's a good point. Because it's the internet; it's it's a one way. Like she's putting out her feet pics, which and I hey, I don't shame her for that. But yeah, how it's not they... like the the username is going to be Saudi yes. Arabia Sammy. Like right. it's whatever. Well, is it like when I look at the world map of who's listened to our show, and I'm like, oh, it's fucking Russia. People listen to the show <laughs> in Russia, but she looks, and it's just all like Dubai. I guess. Yeah. I guess that they they probably OnlyFans tells you where you're where you're uh, the map UAE. Now Larsa's, you know, Scotty Pippen. So she's 
she's going through the whole NBA, right? Like that's her thing. Well, hold on. I was about to look. I don't. I was going to do a a the classic. Who's dated? Let's see here. Who's dated? Because her name has come up a lot on her yeah. show. Yeah, I'm not really sure why. Well, I think she's just recently divorced from Scotty. And now you know Scotty. He's he's well rumored to be packing and and otherworldly package. Okay, who's do you know who Malik Beasley is? Is that a sports yeah. guy? Yeah, he's a basketball player. Okay, well that's who's that's who's getting her now. Before that, she was with oh Future, who I believe Future is the baby daddy to Ciara. Oh wow! Oh, Tristan Thompson, who's in the news. He's oh my god! Someone called Harry Jowsey. Heard of him? I don't know Harry Jowsey, but Eric Moreland. Looks like another basketball player, Oregon State. Yeah, yeah I mean, big hoop resume. What this tells me is, I certainly would feel very intimidated going yeah. in there. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, she's got a lot of, she's got a, she's got a type. Been through some work. What's interesting though is that I just listed like four or five basketball players she's been linked to. And I'm just looking. She was married to Scottie Pippen from 1997 to 2021. So that's like. I like that an older woman. I mean, somewhat yeah. older woman yeah. is doing work. I yeah. like that aspect, but it's, no, it's for pretty her. weird how like there's just new players all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's she keeps it tight. Good for her. Um. The New York Giants had yet another tough season, and they thanked season ticket holders for suffering through that by offering them a free medium <laughs> fountain soda, pe- Pepsi products only. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Pepsi product only thing because yeah. I, I live 15 minutes from the Meadowlands. From the meds. And yeah. so the meaningless Washington Giants game the other day on it Sunday. Went. Yeah. My son, uh, somebody offered me tickets and it was like right above the tunnel where the players came out oh, and stuff. pretty cool. And it's like, so it was like kind of cool for my son. But then yeah. I had another friend in town who's a Giants fan. He's like, well, I've been meaning to take my son. The tickets have to be cheap. It was like $10 to get in for an oh, NFL that's... game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, non- it's oh. so sad. And then my son's like, I- I'd like to get a Coke and it's Pepsi products only. And I was like, yeah. well, this is going to have to do, buddy. Right. You're just going to have to. Make do just with what they give it you. up. Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's a pretty just give nothing, right? You're like, hey, we sucked. Here's a Pepsi. That's worse than just being like, hey, we sucked. Here's nothing. Sorry. Yeah. And Sorry, we'll do better next year. Instead, like they're giving something that what is that? Ten cents in value? Yeah, Five cents yeah. in value yeah. to the team? Yeah, I go, I take my kid to the Dodger game. And if you go to the Dodger game, there's a little, there's a little secret that I've never taken advantage of. If you go to the Dodger game and you go to like the fan experience booth or something, they're all over the place. And you go in there and you go, I'm the designated driver. They have you like sign this pledge and then they give you like free sodas for the game. And so I go with my kid. Oh. And I'm always like, 
fuck, should I go in that thing and get him a free soda for the whole game? And I'm like, no, nah, I'll just pay nine bucks. I'll just, I'll just get in line and pay, pay 11 bucks for a medium. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm sure some people are really into the free soda thing, but uh, not enough. I can't imagine. It's probably a lot of paperwork too. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. There is. Yeah, you have to soda, sign. Like, yeah. You're not going to like, just say, Hey, I'm going to designate drive. And then they're going to be like, okay, cool. Here's all the soda you want. No. It's, it's kind of like getting the free breakfast in fast times where you got to get your money back. Yeah. And Brad Hamilton gets out the <laughs> paperwork. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, you exactly. moron. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Fuck Dennis Taylor. Uh, football robot rep- reporter reporter in quotes Adam Schefter he tore his meniscus possibly while tempting the gritty which is the Justin Jefferson dance I why should he be is this like is this like Rich Eisen running yes, I 40 think so. I think yeah. that's exactly it like he wants to be more of a personality yeah. and he doesn't realize he's not he's just used for his uh, non-reporting skills. Yeah, he's got he's got information. He's an information guy. He, he tells right. you who's going to be the next Dolphins coach. And if you're into that, have you noticed that there's like three, just off the top of my head, three main information dudes. Number one, Woj. She- no, no, I'm talking about NFL. Okay, Schefter, Mike Florio. The worst of all. Jay, Rappaport? No, Jay Glazer. Oh, Jay, Jay Glazer, who also uh, loves to uh, talk about his MMA skills. He's got an MMA gym. He's got to go T. Is it an accident that all NFL information dudes are 5'5 five, five or shorter? Yes. I you mean. Know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like little Napoleon information yes. sources. They just, they just, they're like, hey, um. Taylor um, Heineke, um, let me just, are you done with that jock? Like if you, you're not going to, you know, you're just going to give it to the equipment guy. Can I, can I get a little sniff? Just a little. Daddy needs his, daddy needs his fix. Just a little sniff. I didn't, hey, look, I didn't get to play. I'm 5'3", okay? I just, but I love the game. I love it just as much as you do. If I if I were your size, I probably could have played, but I'm not. So just got, are you done with those Under Armors? Like, can I get a little, little sniff? That's how I picture it going. And and tearing an ACL dancing. Yeah, on, that's buddy. bad. Or not ACL, what a meniscus dancing. Yeah. I, I'm no dancer, but I feel yes. confident I wouldn't tear my meniscus. Look, Adam uh, she- Adam Schefter is like 10 years older than me, probably. And the other day, I don't know if we talked about it here. I woke up. I had not done anything physical because it was the holidays and I was busy. I woke up the other day. I had a knee injury, Ed. I woke up there's, and it hasn't gone away. Woke up, had not done nothing physical. And some there's something behind my knee cap. That's like that hurts and it won't go away. Like to the point where I I limp to take my morning leak and brush my teeth every morning. So wow. imagine Schefter while on, while on a very small frame, you know, you, he's 55 years old. You can't just fucking bust out the gritty without stretching or doing some Pilates uh, or something. 
I guess. I, yeah. I'd like to think I'd be able to break one out without I don't know. tearing yeah. something. I'd have to see it. Um, I, I mean, I guess he's just a famous celebrity boxer now, Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, apparently his $3.5 million Pokemon card collection might be fake. Some some experts have weighed in and they feel I mean, he has fake cards. Couldn't, couldn't happen to a better guy. I, although I do wonder about this. Because not that maybe a few years ago, this buddy of mine was over at the house and we were drinking. Oh, yeah. My buddy Will. And he started telling me about um, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> you mentioned. And he, yeah. And he's like, look, he's like, if you got the right deck, he's like, the right deck. Because you like collect. Apparently, it's not like Uno where you could just show up and play anybody's Uno. You got to show up. Everybody show. It's like, uh, it's like, um, Dungeons and Dragons. You got to show up with like your characters and shit, and you put your your stack against the next guy's stack. I know. Sounds like a real drag. Yeah, and he's like, you know, some of these. He's like, some of these decks they can go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. He's like, just one card can be like fifty grand. And I'm and I, and I'm I've said to him, and I'll continue to say this, and I'll, I'll never understand it. If one card is fifty grand. Why don't, why, don't, why don't they just make a whole bunch of that one? Like it's just, it's just that they're just printing them, right? It's, I mean, the card I company. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that's kind of how we're treating the economy for the last like <laughs> 15 years. That's, we just hey, keep printing more money. Print, print some more of that shit. Ed, we're Ed, essentially Uganda now. We just print more money when we need it. Ed, you you used to sling bonds for UBS. Do you ever you ever fucking call up the CEO and be like, "Hey, I'm I did pretty good with this one bond. So why don't you why don't you guys print like twenty thousand more of them? Like, f- I could sell <laughs> exactly. them to that guy that orders two steaks. You know, like get it, give me some more of those bonds. So, I don't Once understand. Back home, yes, I don't understand how Pokemon can be worth something when they can just print more Pokemon. I don't like, there's only one Pokemon. Like it's like tops prints more tops, you know? Yeah. You know how people always talk about what, I mean, yes, Logan Paul spent money on this set, but in general, when I was a kid and collected baseball cards and there would be, Oh, this is worth this. This is worth that. Well, I never actually sold anything. So they're still worth whatever it is. Cause they're sitting in a closet behind me. No, and they were shit doing nothing. No, not you worth missed anything, the boat. anything. It's like Beanie Babies. But, you you missed the boat. But I don't know anyone who actually like took a baseball no card and sold it. No one did. And we'd I mean, have those Beckett, Beckett guides to tell you what it's worth, yeah. but nobody actually transacted them. No, no, you missed the boat on that shit. There was a window. I mean, somebody was probably doing it. There was a window where you could sell some shit. Remember they've and this was past my time. Hashtag adult. Remember they were like coming out with cards and this is maybe for the Schefters of the world where they're like, Hey, there's like two, there's like two threads from Charles Smith's Jersey in the card. Yeah. I remember that. You're like, we took his Jersey and we fucking cut up little pieces and we put them in cards and people are like, Oh my God, I need that. I got to get the fucking, the Jersey thread card. Are those I, worth I anything? Was, I was at the Charles Smith 
getting blocked 20 times against the Bulls yeah, game. That's great. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind if they included some of his kneecap in yeah. some of those cards. Yeah, that would be I mean, he went up there. He got his own rebound three or four times he, and go, he kept trying to put it back got, and it just wouldn't go in. He got he got fouled once, but still yeah. it yeah. was it's pathetic that he couldn't that he couldn't go up stronger or kick it out. One or the yeah. other, buddy. Yeah, it's fine. Fine, Starks out there on the perimeter. Have him knock one down. Breaking, breaking yeah. news, Brian. What? Uh, we've got an NFL arrest. Oh, what happened? Uh, backup quarterback in Seattle, Geno Smith. He got pulled over, uh, arrested, DUI arrest. Yeah. He, in the process, told the officer that uh, you have a little dick. And threaten the cops. Wow. Um, so if you're trying to talk your way out of something. Right. Is that it? W- what's your move? Is it to talk about how little. Oh, you have little dick syndrome, he said. Well, I I'll mean. Fuck every one of y'all up. He's I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, this he's because look, Geno Smith. While a backup. He was driving a Rolls Royce. The, the the backup gig is very fruitful and comes with very little CTE. It's a great job. Yeah. So Geno Smith, when he's talking to those cops, he's like, I'm in the NFL. He's like, you, you're a cop because you played high school football. You know, like he's, when he's like, you have a little dick syndrome. Well, I mean, they did, they did take a career in law enforcement. So he's not totally wrong in that sense, but the the cop has all the power in that situation. So you just shut the fuck up. You don't say anything. You just sit there in yeah. your Rolls Royce and hope he wants an autograph. Or you could be like, hey, I got a few of these upper decks with like cut up pieces of my West Virginia jersey in the upper decks. <laughs> like, how about we maybe you give me a ride home? And, and look, I don't know. No one should drink and drive. But what happened to the days when your celebrity would get you escorted home to your driveway and then you then you put them on the list for next season i mean keep in mind what happened in new jersey earlier last year where you're not even drunk and you get drunk driving charges the boss the boss the boss the state is still reeling from that one i mean charges have been dropped but new jersey is just not the same no you, you i mean imagine imagine the looks that guy gets when he when he comes into the locker room now cops cops within the sound of my voice how come on tv cops are always getting changed at work like how come they come to work and there got to be a locker room at work where they put on their uniform and tuck it in like every time you go to the dry cleaner you see about 20 sheriff's uniforms at the dry cleaner because it's you know they're probably dry clean only they got the patches on them and whatnot how come they how come they can't get dressed at home? Can't you put on your uniform in your bedroom and then come to work? Well, how come you got to, there has to be, I was just watching RoboCop the other day and before RoboCop gets face blasted by Clarence Boddicker, he's getting dressed in the, in old Detroit with the rest of the cops. Why, how come they couldn't do that at home? Is that real? I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's how I felt. I, I understand when you're an NFL player, you've got to yeah. give press conferences and stuff. But when I was, playing high school football 
that shower wasn't used because everybody no. who left no. was just yeah. going home after you that. Just go home. You just go home. You take a shower, shower right after that. Why? Yeah. Why would you shower? Unless, unless you want it. Sand, unless you're getting Sanduskied, because Sandusky yeah. would be like, "Oh, you need to take a shower. Get clean." And I'm I'm going to shower with you. But which again, was suspect. I, I don't know if I was pieced up. It, my life yeah. would just be different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. I would just that's be, true. I'd be yeah. like totally at ease with the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, but you still wouldn't, because the pieced up guy doesn't necessarily need to demonstrate his peace all the time. Which is no, which is why I maybe I've, during I've training asked for the camp rumor. you want to you just want to show your power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just you one. Just, I get yeah. it. Like if you're if you're in you know if you're one in elephant walk in the early season yeah. just to establish your dominance. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting on a plane, that's another thing. These guys are fucking pro players, and they're still showering in like a fucking big like uh, corral where they're all just have their dicks out and just washing their ass and shit with their soap on a rope, just like on display for everybody. What? I mean, these these guys are million dollar guys. How come they can't have like a little? The, the individual lockers room. are uh, are incredible yes, too. Yes, but again, they're all they're all just hanging out fucking naked in the clubhouse. Like, what? How come they can't do that in private? I don't understand. Yeah, there's yeah. probably some some yeah. <laughs> some questionable fraternity type roots. Yeah, you know, everything right. has to be. Has to be dick related. I think you're right about that. Let's do some. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, and I thought of something. I was, I'm, I'm not the biggest NFL guy, but I did. I was watching that game, the last game of the season, where if the Chargers oh, wanted Raiders, that tie, I mean, they all they should have tied. Every everyone except in Pittsburgh wanted yes. that tie. Yes, everyone. Every, how great would that have been if they? First of all, it took. Just Justin A. Bear had to fucking stand on his head and convert like four yeah. fourths and 20 to get him two touchdowns and a yeah. two point conversion just to tie it and send it into overtime. Then, and I'll be honest, I didn't know what he that. did. I was like, this, this is destined. This can be tied. This is destined to be a tie. Like this can when, be tied. when he had that crazy fourth and 20 or whatever, I was like, yes. this could be a tie. Yeah, then he th- then he throws a touchdown pass on fourth down on the last play of the game to fucking tie the game. They kick the extra point to tie the game. Then, and I'll be honest, I didn't I don't understand NFL or any leagues overtime, but 
when they both kicked field goals, I was like, oh, it's over. It's tied. I didn't realize then it's sudden death <laughs> after that. I thought yeah. you both got a shot at it. I know. And it, if the, somebody scored a touchdown, it's over. Was, just do the college thing. It's they don't yeah. want to be college, so they've got to do it. But their old way sucked for years and years because yeah. you would just play for a field play goal. A quarter. So yeah. if one if one team got like three first downs, the game was over because they just kick a field goal. Yeah. And so exactly. they said, no, you ha- either have to score a touchdown or you both, uh, yeah. You, then you both get you, you both get a shot if you don't score a touchdown on the first drive. Yes, but, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then then they extended it more. It should have just been a tie. Yeah, they and then t- the Chargers fucked it up. I mean, it would have been a tie. The Raiders were about to quit. The Chargers completely fucked it up, of course. But the whole point of this is that I noticed during the timeout that the Chargers' backup quarterback is that little butterball chase daniels oh he's i mean he has made a lot of money i'm I'm looking right now i know i want to see how much money what is his i remember he was he was drafted by washington yeah years ago then he went to the saints the saints kc back to the saints chicago detroit now he's on the chargers the guys played 11 years in the NFL, I need his. He barely plays. Where is his career earnings? I guess I could just type that in. Chase Daniels career earnings. Because what what do you say? I'm going to say twenty five million dollars. Oh, it's. I won't go that high, but yeah, okay. I mean, it may be twenty, maybe twenty. Okay. It may be almost double 20, $37,809,000, $809,164. How's that? Holy shit. How's that? And, and he doesn't, he doesn't get hit. Yeah, he does. He's got zero CTE currently makes because they a million dollars for the chargers. I think they put the third stringer on the scout team. They don't, I think right? he's just. On standby. He's just there if you need him. He knows the plays. He knows he knows which way to turn to hand it off. That's all you need. You need a guy that knows how to game. do that. What a fuck. Well, I remember game. the old Texans quarterback, Carr, the original Carr. He David was getting Carr. hammered. Yeah. Right? He was getting hammered. He like broke records for the amount of times he was sacked. And so then his starting uh chances were eliminated and they just became the giants backup. Yep. He won like two Super Bowls as a backup, I think. Yeah. What a gig. Great what a gig. gig. I remember um the best gig is to be the guy, be like Steve Bono, who's like yeah. everyone thinks is gonna be really good. So you're a backup for a long time. Then you get that big money deal to be a starter and then you're not good enough to be a starter and you just but you still got the starter money and you're still a backup. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub had yes, Schaub. the system. Charlie uh, Whitehurst. There was, there was a Lions guy. Uh, maybe it was maybe he was Marino's backup, and then he went to the Lions. Something like that. Like oh. yeah, there there have been oh many, Scott many Mitchell. Guys. Scott Mitchell. Yeah, he was a big old dude. Um, Charlie Whitehurst, you'll be happy to know, has has made a second career for himself having sex with Jewel. What? Yeah. Charlie Whitehurst is, that's a good, the, is the boyfriend that's a to good Jewel. That's a good pull. Yeah, I'll say. Not yeah. a bad gig. 
I know. Good okay. For him. Voicemail. Good old Chaz. Bride, bride, big. Easy Edward. Happy end of 2021 and beginning of 2022 to you both. He's, he's dragging it out on purpose, right? You see how slow he's talking? He's, he's, he's extending the words on purpose just to, just to talk for the longest period of time. And especially to my dude, Stewie. I spoke to him today for the first time. It used to be like almost like a daily ritual. But uh, I called uh, Gottlieb, he of the schlong schnoz who resembles uh, one Aaron Rodgers if he had a big old deke nose in the middle of his face. Uh, they don't look anything alike, do they? Doug Gottlieb, Jason Stewart's boss, and and Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, see, I don't see any resemblance at all. And it was nice, man. Stewie was all stoked. He had double clutch and like, hey, is this really Manuel? And I was like, yeah, Stewie, who the hell do you think it is? And then he goes on and botches my call. Oh. Causing me to call back. But- Why is he telling us about this? So so we are now, we're now, <laughs> we already established he's not listening to the show. Now we're just getting listen. recaps of his calls to other shows that he listens to. He does call. A, I mean, maybe he has listened enough or somebody has clued him in enough to note to, to or it's gotten back to him that I've pointed out that he calls so many local sports radio shows that he's actually, or for a while, a while was in the promos on multiple different radio stations hourly. Wow. Yeah. Let's see if he gets to something about us. Disaster was averted as usual. I deliver the goods uh, like I always uh, do uh, on any voicemail medium, any sports talk medium, well, basically uh, any time uh, that I'm spouting off. But uh, couldn't help but th- I like. I, hey, I love Manuel. I'm just, I'm just not sure. certain the listeners of this talk show would agree that he quote delivers always the delivers. goods. <laughs> he delivers a lot of words. Notice, man, uh, American advertising. Oh, here you know, we go. Here we go, Ed. I don't think I've stumbled upon a commercial that didn't include either Serena Williams, yep. Tom Brady, or Samuel L. Jackson. It's true. And quite frankly, I'm tired of all three of them. Wow. And at one time, I swear, <laughs> I would have put my face down for Serena to sit in okay. All right. Wow. For her to use my face yes. as a seat. Oh. But the uh-huh. fatigue factor is really Manuel's a giver. In, man. I mean, do Serena, Tom Brady, or Sammy Jackson not have enough money? I mean, last I checked, I, one of these people are like... I mean, of all of those, I think Samuel L. Jackson, he's, while he works a lot, I don't think he's quite in the in the... Not tax bracket of those other two, yeah. So, um, I do commercials, so I I do kind of agree. I do have that thought sometimes. It's like, how much is enough? I have that thought often with Peyton Manning, he's working all the time. That whole thing he does with um Brad Paisley, yeah, and really unfunny stuff, like aggressively unfunny. Um, but I would, I I would say that I, I kind of agree with Manuel. Like, yeah. how much is it enough? 
But the thing that really, and we're just going to get more and more of it, is is the celebrities on the crypto or the betting site things. Like, so much betting site yeah. and crypto commercials. I, I cannot take uh, Jesse Pinkman anymore on his fucking things. And I love JB Smooth, and I'm, sh- I'm glad he's yeah. getting paid. But, my God, every commercial break during football is that, that C- Julius Caesar. Also, also, your guy, Jamie Foxx. He yes. does the fucking MGM and Grand Ma- betting and Matt Damon's Spots. doing the crypto. Yes. Where he's talking f- fortune favors the brave. And it's like, uh, yeah, buddy, you're getting paid and you don't need this money. I've only seen that commercial with the sound off. I have my, li- I have my living room set up like a sports bar now so that my chick can be watching regular TV. And then I have the other TV going with the games on it, but I'll have it turned down. So I, I, I'm seeing Matt Damon and I'm like, oh, is this like his water charity or something? He's fucking slinging Bitcoin. Yeah, he's crypto.com or whatever. And a fleck, a fleck is doing gambling commercials. Like, how much money you got? These guys are movie stars. Yeah. How much you got to like, pay them? Fucking not just like Sam Jackson. He, yeah. Yes, he's, he's, he's been in Star Wars and stuff. And yeah. he's he's been in some big shit. But like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, they're have movie stars. Hand, handed just all the cash. Like Ben Affleck was Batman and yeah. Matt Damon was Jason Bourne. These guys have franchise money. And it's always been like, so, I mean, Bruce Willis, he's doing those diehard battery commercials these days with Argyle. And look, Ar- Argyle kind of, you got to like hang something around his neck to let him know, let us know that it's Argyle. Cause it could have just, it could have <laughs> been anybody. doesn't, you know, it's yeah. the aging I'm process. glad he's getting work. Me too. So Bruce Willis, he's doing these diehard commercials, but his, you know, he's an older guy now, but back in the day when he was a movie star, and this is the same goes for Clooney, Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, all these guys, they do commercials, but they do, it's, there's a whole movie about it. Fucking lost in translation. They go over to overseas and do commercials that aren't going to be seen stateside. So they get the money, but they don't get the embarrassment. These days, they don't even give a shit. They're just like, what? I'll fucking do a commercial. Right. Give me the money. Yeah, it's like real life has become lost in translation where Bill Murray's character is doing that Japanese ad. Yeah. Like, that's what it really is now. Suntory. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I mean, look, Tom Brady is, w- w- what I don't like is like, Peyton Manning's a little oversaturated. But at least... You can see what these Madison Avenue guys saw in him when they hired him as a pitch man because he is he's a charismatic guy. He has charisma. Yes. Yes. He can say the lines like the lines aren't great, but he doesn't write the lines, but he delivers a performance. This fucking Tom Brady. This guy is such uh. a fucking zero in the personality department. I don't understand how like what people see in him. Yes. He's a good quarterback. He's, he's, he's the best it's ever been. hundred percent. will agree with that. But in terms of a, just a guy, there is no one less fucking interesting than this dude, Tom Brady. What, like wh- who's hiring him? Yes. Yeah. Um, one, one thing when I, I think I was like preparing Thanksgiving dinner. And so yeah. I was not looking up, and I heard a commercial for some insurance company, and I I really thought 
they had a slow adult on. Yeah. And I was yes. like, what, yeah. what is this camera? Like, what, what is the, the pitch man is, is a slow adult. And it was, and it, it was, was Rihanna. It was Gronk. Oh yeah. Gronk. Yeah. He I did. couldn't yeah. believe like the yes. way he reads it. Like when yes. he's reading his lines, he, there's clearly a cue card right behind the camera. Cause he's like, Oh, yes. what I get for car insurance. Like yeah. it's very weird. Well, so I have, I have three words for you, Ed. Western New York. And I, and I have three more words for you. University of Arizona. Like that's, you know, this is this, that's the product. That's what you get here. That's what, that's what you deliver. But again, Gronk, he's a tight end. He's, he's probably made more money than any other tight end, but he's not, he's not in the, in the Brady realm. And he's a guy that has a certain level of charisma. So you get why they hire him. He's not just a fucking pretty face. He's, he's doing the work. He's, you know, people, people are interested. In pe- people like that goofball thing. I, I'm just saying I, I was shocked how bad he was at reading his lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's reading is not as strong. So, okay. So I was going to skip to the next message. Mm-hmm. Appears that it's also for Manuel. Hold on. <laughs> this one's shorter though. This one's, let's see what he says. It's, it's it might, it's might be, might be an addendum. Do you think do you yeah. think he he knows if we if we didn't have a show last week? No, no, no chance. Is this like a voicemail like the next week, and no. he just he just plows no, ahead? It appears they're 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 both recorded on the same date. So oh, this is okay. what he does: he'll talk for three minutes, and then he'll hang up and go. Well, he'll do that thing where he hangs up, but doesn't realize he didn't hang up, and then he'll go. Oh, I thought of some more really funny shit to say, and then he calls back. So this is that. Son of a bitch. The bell came in on me and I wasn't finished. Uh, what I was trying to say is I long for the days. Imagine thinking you have more than three minutes of shit to say. Three minutes is a long ass time to talk. You can't get it out in three minutes? Apparently not. When advertising was a bit more simple. Yeah. And we didn't have these superstars trying to pimp everything. When it was more Joe Public. You know, Johnny Punch Clock. You yep. know, Amy Cashier. <laughs> Amy Cashier. Giving us uh, endorsements of American products. Hollywood, get back on track. Yeah. Enough of this crap. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. I do like, you know, it's always insurance companies, but I do like um, Dean Winters from Oz. He's the Allstate Mayhem guy. Yes. He's a working actor, you know, like this guy's making some big fucking bread and he's worked his ass off in New York for 30 years. And another Oz guy, J.K. Simmons, when he got the farmer's gig. So my my buddy was was the guy who started working with him, like was the guy who who cast him in that. And uh, and yeah, for at that time, he was pre whiplash. It was pre, you know, a lot of the big roles he's had. Sure. Um, but yeah, and and they've got a, a, a they've got such a good gig. Um, yeah, yeah. when this show goes, at at the end of this at the end of this show, it's not about this ad, but a different ad campaign. I, I have a story to tell you about oh, a celebrity that oh, is pretty good. But in general, nice. like it's a great gig. They work three days, yeah, three days a year, something like yeah. that, and and you're on a national campaign. It's a Seven great figures, gig. yeah. So uh, okay, that yeah. aspect, I get why. Totally. They do it because even Sam Jackson's like, wait, so I can get paid this much for working three days? Oh, yeah. And, just, well, and easy work. 
Yeah, whereas he'll make less for doing a movie, which is like six weeks, and he's got to go to Prague to do it. Right. And you're doing this scene on a train, and you got to have wires attached to you exactly. before your stunt double dives out. Like, you're just sitting in a studio when you're Sam Jackson. You're like, you're on the couch talking to, to Siri or something like that. Totally agree. And also, I will agree with Manuel in the sense that fuck Tom Brady. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Brian and Ed, happy new year ballers. Would you rather be paid a million dollars to never masturbate again or be paid $100 every time you masturbate from here on out? Please discuss in tremendous detail. Thank you as always for your work and entertainment. Toe cutter exclamation point. Hashtag red circle. Hashtag loud comer. Who's that loud cover? Toe cutter. Coming all over. It's toe cutter that's doing that. That's mm-hmm. a glimpse into toe cutter's bedroom right there. Ed, toe cutter's a friend of yours. What would you? Oh, oops. I. I'll let you answer this first. I a million saw him dollars. In yeah, he didn't he mention came this. To a book signing. Oh, he came nice. to a book signing. What a delight. Great what a dude. delight that guy is. Great dude. He also Supports gave me some homemade vodka. He made oh, he made no, vodka. Not a, what, is he in prison? Is he he's Pruno? Did he just get out the joint? It's he not, made that in his toilet, not, Ed. It's not, it's not toilet wine. He's it's, the best. Ed, Jesus. <laughs> very, a very, very big radio personality once told me never take anything, never consume anything from the listeners. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say about he's Joe not Cutter's a listener. He's a friend. That's right. He's a good friend. He's here. a friend. What uh, What would you rather? Um, so, yeah. So I've made this sad uh, breaking news because I used to I used to love everything about it. If I got a hundred dollars every time I masturbated last year, yeah, like I I would definitely have less than a thousand dollars last oh, year. Oh yeah. I don't know, I know what happened. Yep. I don't. I really don't. Like it, it's not, yeah. it's not that like my, my, uh, general interest in sex has gone down or anything. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I just don't do it anymore. Like I do it like, yeah, like once a month, not I, even. Yeah. I would agree with you. I, uh, I was just telling my chick the other day, we've lived in this place, ball, the new baller lifestyle world headquarters we've lived here since, um, September. It's now January. I I can count on one finger. I've masturbated in this home or in that period of time even, even outside of the home. You know, I'm just, I've aged out of the point where I'd be masturbating in my vehicle or anywhere outside of home. I mean, maybe a hotel. At work. Yeah, well, look, that was at one time. It was the, the Paris Hilton sex tape had just come out. <laughs> I was the only one there. It's no one else, no one else was in the building. Except for me, I went up in the loft. Also, it should be noted, I was very hungover when I did that. It's it's not my proudest moment, but it, yes, I did masturbate one time at work. But I've masturbated one if, time. If somebody in the offered last four me that months. million, yeah, oh yeah. If somebody asked, offered, I would I would take it and not even agonize over the choice. Oh, d- dude, I would take I would take it. I would do a shot of Toe Cutter's toilet wine, and then I would go to try to hide <laughs> that money from the IRS. Yeah, exactly. that's that's a fucking that's a win big time win for me 
Uh, okay. Thank you for that toe cutter. Thank you for everybody that emailed mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com. Also red circle toe cutter is a red circle subscriber. Feel free to become one as well. Click the link in the show notes right now. Subscribe to the show. You know, I have a couple buddies, Ed. Mm-hmm. I have one buddy in particular who's, I won't shame on the show. He's, he's many times he's reached out to me and he said, Hey, how do I get that? How do I get that? Uh, what's the friends and family code? Because the show cuts off and I can't hear any of the bonus material. What's the, what's the friends and family code for this to get the whole show? And I said, the friends and family code is if you give us $5. <laughs> I don't even have it. Yeah. It's, I, you know, I've never listened to the second part of our show because yeah. I don't, I'm not a, a paid subscriber. It's, yeah. If there were, if there were a, if there were a friends and family code, I certainly would give it to Ed Daly. He's here. He's here doing the work. He's putting in the work, but there is no friends and family code. The only one, the only people that can hear the entire show. I can't hear the entire show. I mean, I got the, I got the back end, but sometimes lately I'll throw the, I'll throw the show on, on my way to work. And I don't, I'm not a red circle subscriber, so I don't get the whole show. I get, you know, a healthy chunk but I don't get all the bonus material either. Five bucks or 50 bucks a year. Sign up and let's talk some non-sports. Well, it's time. It's time for non-sports. non-sports. Segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Non-sports. 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 I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports. Non-sports. Segment. Ed, what's going on in the world of non-sports? Well, we've got a bevy of RIPs. And yeah. just like I said, for sports, we've got some some uh, deserving people who will not make our next year in review because it happened late December. Um, and I'm going to blame the first one on People Magazine. Yeah. yeah. RIP Betty White, 99, yes. just a couple weeks from her 100th. And People Magazine was putting out all this like, hey, happy 100th. Can't do that. All this stuff. That's like me bragging about being immune to COVID. You can't do that shit. Yeah. You got to wait till it actually happens. Everyone loved her. She she had amazing comedic timing. Yeah. No? I mean, she had a good one. No? I mean, I thought she was 99 on fucking Golden Girls. I didn't didn't expect her to go this far. Yeah. I did too, but oh, she's I, great. She she just had great comedic timing. Oh, she's great. She's um, fantastic. Uh, Janine Ann Roos, who played young Violet in It's a Wonderful Life, was eighty four. She was like one of the little kids in the first Never flashback seen scene. Never seen. Uh, oh, you should. So this girl grows up to be somewhat whorish, and so they have the, oh, this six year old girl like indicate that she might be. <laughs> Be horse later, yeah. So they make her oh. a loose moraled six year old, uh, but she died. Problematic, um, jeez. I'm gonna have to watch <laughs> this movie now. I yeah. think next year this might be our Christmas movie, okay. Um, former Mickey Mouse Club star Tiffany Hale was 46. I assume she was with like Timberlake and all those people, right? I've never I seen the Mickey Mouse Club, but weren't they either. all like that same? Eight? I mean, they're like around our age, right? Yeah, but that's she's like ten years older than um, Timberlake, I would guess. Tiffany Hale, Gosling? 
Yeah, yeah. Gosling. Yep. Um, she oh, looks. She must have been in other things. She looks kind of familiar. She was not too bad. What's what got her? COVID twenty. I don't know. Forty six. That's pretty I, young. This, this could have been um, a, this could have been an Amanda Peterson situation. You know, I don't. I don't want to speculate. Oh, cardiac arrest a, at forty six. Uh, booger sugar. Right. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. It's meth. Yeah. Um. Uh, a guy's politician I thought was for sure dead. Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, eighty-two years old. Um, I I hate how they try to canonize this guy was just useless and he was he was, he was bureaucracy a, with a capital B totally and they you know afterward they found out he was um, much like Diane Feinstein and pretty much all of them that on the take. He, yeah, he was he was fucking betting on stocks that he was that he was ruling on just just, just everything that's wrong with the, the American political system. Harry Reid, fuck off. Um, Lou Cattell was ass man proctologist from the Seinfeld episode and the amazing Larry in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Ninety one years old. Wow. Good run. Jean-Marc Valley, the director mm-hmm. of Big Little Lies and Dallas Buyers Club. He was fifty eight. Yeah, uh, I looked. Sudden. I don't know the cause of death there. Heart attack, uh, sudden pass, and he was he was a teetotaler. He was a he was healthy guy apparently, and checked scary. out. You never know when it's going to be your time. Um, Desmond Tutu, the anti-apartheid leader, he was ninety. Good run for him. Mm-hmm. Joan Didion, famous author, eighty-seven years old. It's very uh, popular amongst women. Her books, I've never read one. Yes. I've never read one, but I I know the name. Henry Ornstein, he was the creator of Transformers and a poker champion. He was 98. Oh, I was Seth- thinking Norman Ornstein, that guy on, that's on CNN talking about courts all the time. Different dude. Uh, Sesame Street composer Stephen Lawrence, 82. Everybody who was a kid knows his music. Yeah. Killer tycoon Robert Durst, 78 mm. years old. Yeah. Um. P-Funk singer Calvin Simon, 79 years old. Wait, George Clinton doesn't sing the songs? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think he's wow. like bass or something. Holy shit. No, that's Bootsy Collins. Oh, yeah. Bootsy's the bassist. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire where there's been like 700 members. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, legendary director Peter Bogdanovich, 82 years old. And... Bob Saget, 65 years old. Very sad. I've been watching The Sopranos lately, so I've been seeing old Peter Bogdanovich in those girl glasses. He, you know, you really get tied oh, he, to a he look. Was Melfi's, he was Melfi's. Uh, yeah, he was Melfi's. Right? Yeah, shrink. And this Bob Saget, this is, I mean, very sad. And just one of those guys that, you know, I wasn't like super aware of him. I mean, I know he's a comic and stuff, but um, just outpouring of love and devotion for this guy. He just sounds like he was just an awesome dude. Very sad about old Bob Saget. Yeah, I, I feel similarly in that he was part of projects that I really was not into. Yeah, of course not. Um, But everyone loved him so much and talked about how sweet he was that like yeah. I'm watching these tributes and Jimmy Kimmel and it's like I, it's touching it's it's yeah. very sad but I do remember reading a Playboy interview with him 20 years ago 
And a big part of it was talking about it was his sister and someone else, like an uncle or somebody. He's had multiple people die in their 40s in his family. Scleroderma. He liked to vet. It's a skin disease. One sister. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he had a big. But there's, there's a family history of of dying young. So, so 65 is like, I don't know. I mean, it's sad, but. I believe his wife was in her 30s. So. Oh. Yeah, a long way to go with that. R.I.P. Very sad. Um, um, yeah, very sad. Hold on. Also, also died that I, <laughs> I didn't make it in there. Those French, those French uh, plastic surgery twins that look like lions. Oh, they're French. Yeah, I knew they were something. They I was died. picturing South America. Yeah, they died like within a week they're- of each other. Yeah, they were doing their own research. They died of COVID. Oh, they did. They were they were prom- they were prominent anti vaxxers in France, and they they were doing their own research and died. What? But do you think the well, they both got it? Did they live together? They must have. I mean, come what? on, of course they did. They had had that same weird chin implant. They were yeah. they were the weirdest looking guys ever. What? Do you know their names? Because I got to find a picture of them to make the cover of this. <laughs> the French Lion Twins. French like, let's, lion I'm twins. gonna Google French Lion Twins. And I, I have um, another very tragic RIP that didn't that just came in to, just today. Breaking news: the Bogdanov Twins. Bogdanov. Well, that doesn't sound very French. Um, Ed, bad bad month to be named Bogdan anything. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're making me cough. Another RIP, Ed. Magawa, the heroic bomb sniffing rat who's credited with saving many lives. A rat named Magawa died during his retirement at the age of eight, which I don't know what that is in rat years. It's got to be pretty what? fucking old. He Sounds had- like a lot. Yeah, he sniffed out dozens of landmines over the course of his career in Cambodia. He is believed to have saved lives and has been widely lauded as a hero. Quote, his contribution allows communities in Cambodia to live, work, and play without fear of losing. Oh, I lost my page. Lost my place. Without fear of losing life or limb. Magawa retired last year as the most successful explosive sniffing rat the organization ever trained. His caretaker said he remained playful until last week when he slowed down and had lost his appetite. Ed Magawa was a Tanzanian born African giant pouched rat with careful training. He and his rat colleagues learned to identify landmines and alert their human handlers so the mines can be safely removed. Do you think for his parting wish, he can be buried in the asshole of Henry Kissinger? <laughs> because that's yet, yet someone else that Henry Kissinger has somehow outlived. One, one of the biggest pieces of shit I- of modern times, mo- modern statesman st- continues to live to this day. It's stunning. What? One of the slam dunk war criminals 
like slam dunk guilty war criminals. And yes. uh, for some reason, it's just walked, roamed freely for yeah. decades. Because he did it for the good guys, Ed. Fuck, Fuck him and R.I.P. Magawa. And take a look at a picture of this thing because it's fucking terrifying. It's one of those rats that's huge, Ed. Oh, I'm sniffed, looking. Yeah, it's yeah. sniffed out bombs. I, like, I just get that tingle in the spine just looking yeah. at it. No, gross. Um, well, I've got something more terrifying because rapper mm. Jim Jones casually revealed that his mother taught him how to tongue kiss as a child by demonstrating it on him. Like the scene in Vacation. Dad says I'm the best. <laughs> hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Man Jay Ron Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Comments, conundrums, my brothers. Grub you in some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.